yeah, I would like to mention uh, definitely that communications, um, being it on social media or offline, um, press relations, um, so whatever you, you do to externally finally communicate your branding, it's a marathon. The Startup Student Podcast, the podcast for students who want to be their own boss, where students and experts from across the world and I, Christine, give you practical advice. We are looking into tips all around starting and marketing your own business, as well as productivity to better balance your student and business life. Turn your idea into reality. I'm your host, Christine. Let's start this episode. It's a new week and a new episode in the Startup Student Podcast. Welcome back. It's the last episode of Branding Inside Out, uh, which always makes me a bit sad that it's the last one, but I'm sure uh, Sandra and Daniel and I we will cross paths again in the future for other amazing projects that we're going to bring to you. Uh, but for now, everyone, listen up because it's about transferring everything that you've learned into the startup world. What does that mean, actually? Uh, and so on. So, Sandra, Daniel, welcome back. Hi. Hi. Nice to be back. Woo. So, let's get excited about this. We talked about uh, you guys. We talked, uh, introduced the topic. We talked about the internal story uh, branding, internal branding with employees. And then how can we take this in the outside world? How can we get um, clients, uh, previous customers involved, as well as the team members, employees, when is that um, useful? Pretty much all the time. Uh, and how can you do that? We even talked about uh, little checklists that people can create, maybe once they create marketing materials. Um, now, we wanted to talk a bit more about um, startups and the communication methods maybe that might also change over time if you are growing as a startup and all of a sudden you scale up internally and externally and how we can make use of that story <laughs> um, to create some great communication material because yes growing and getting new team members are stories and that brings us back to the very first thing that we said in the first episode everyone has a story you just need to identify them so who would like to kick off by telling their thoughts about um, this kind of topic First off, um, yeah, translating branding and story branding into how can I use that in the startup world? Um, I think it, it basically, yeah, pretty much depicts a good process of how can I first um, like set up my brand right from the beginning in a right and solid way and a sustainable way so that it lasts. And then growing uh, into a scale-up, um, keep my brand very tight um, so that on the road of um, growing, um, taking on new employees, um, the, the essence of my identity as a brand doesn't get lost in translation. Because um, quite often it happens that it's not so clear in the beginning, a, a bit fuzzy picture, but uh, of course, all the founders have like a quite common picture or, or quite natural understanding of what they want and what they do. But when you take on new people, they don't have that. Um, but so they will act in a different way. They will represent something else. 
Um, so having a good solid branding in place um, helps you on the long run here. Yeah, that's the thing. And this is comes back again to what we said before, but like preparation is the key. And I think, um, Daniel, you mentioned it uh, before as well. Um, sometimes people are a bit resistant to going back to the basics first before they start communicating internally or externally. You also had um, an example that you mentioned where a company was growing and um, the communication didn't work anymore. But uh, also there was a bit resistance there. So how much work do you guys actually have to do? And I know, Sandra, you, you're also coaching people. But how much work do you have to do for resilience, uh, resistance, <laughs> and um, maybe a change mindset? It's very hard to say. and It's very different. <clears throat> but um, like one very good workshop the past was with an early startup i think there were five people in the room and they were really aligned um, and we started working for example on their core messages and <clears throat> it only took us about i think 45 minutes to develop this core message the company's core message and i said wow that's really fast and and i was was really wondering how this works but they were so aligned they they had all the same vision and mission statement in their minds um and so this process was pretty easy and the example i, I talked about in the second episode i think um, about this really horrible workshop um, with the scale up there the problem was that everybody in the team sitting there i think it was about nine or ten people sitting there um, had another vision in their minds so th there was one technical engineer he was only talking about his technology stuff what was important for him of course but then there was a communication person who was talking about how do we communicate with the sea level in um, our in, in the companies we want to address so they were comp like um, communicating on different levels and this made it really difficult for me and then i said well we have to go back to the roots here to get this done we, we cannot start with a core message we have to start with the brand core to get all of you aligned in this process i think um as a good start is um, a two-day workshop where we work out the brand core um that usually works. Um, we did it in a one day workshop, but that was a single founder and she was very clear beforehand. Um, so that worked like in, in one day, um, but having a two day workshop for the, the, the core of the branch, work this out. Um, and then from there on build up, the rest depends a little bit on how, um, how much communication you wanna have in place. And if you go forward um, and want to keep it this way, having a good branding, um, I think a like just like with the values, having a yearly update, remonitoring um, the branding is a good idea. Other than that, branding is um, like on a daily basis, so the communication work um, depends a little bit on how many channels you're playing. Um, are you focusing on online or offline communications? Um, so that is something that needs to be assessed 
I think separately. With regards of actually, I mean, you you do you're working um, if I understand correctly all this um, with companies, uh, startups, etc. to to create their um, their stories, to build their brand, etc. Uh, are you involved in the implementation stage to to be there in a consultant role uh, afterwards or or if not do clients come and ask for that uh, from time to time or do you do um, workshops on an annual basis with them <laughs> again or how how does it work what do the clients want from you mm, we uh, quite often it's um that we sort of kick off uh, the branding uh, in this workshop and then maybe jump in when more is needed and um, so if clients then need help with social media ads um, uh, or content management we can point to other experts um, uh, in some cases when it's about like copywriting and stuff we also help them ourselves but it actually happens quite often that um, after we did the kickoff uh, in the first couple of months and years, um, the startups are quite capable of um, doing their communications on their own for a while. It's quite handy if when you're really small, you have to bootstrap, you don't have a big budget. Um, yeah, you, yeah you, you lay out the ground and then um, can walk from there yeah yeah i think so a lot of uh, people would like uh, that or prefer that especially like you said if you're a startup because you don't want to continuously outsource or uh, ask for things you you just want to okay i want to understand this i want to have the basics in place I, I need to know what i have to do what i should do what works what doesn't work um and then i can uh, do it myself um do you uh give any or do you have any numbers indications or anything that you tell people as well how to monitor if something actually works do you yeah. do you suggest any kpis because i guess you get that question quite often as well um, i mean everyone can see the value of telling a story and con connecting in an emotional way but sometimes um, for companies it's difficult to understand the the real value of it apart from um, loyalty I, uh, branding is, has so many benefits uh, and storytelling that we already mentioned but how does that come down into numbers uh, which in the end is it's all about to um, get new clients to turn clients or potential clients into fans um, and so on but um, do you can you make any suggestions or do you tell people okay this is what you need to look out for do you help them to to set kpis mm -hmm. um we yeah i think the thing that we do is point out what kpis um they need when looking for what like in the beginning it's in communications the most important thing to get attention for first of all so which KPIs can I use when I want attention? It's um, in the social media world, of course, um, for example, the reach of your Facebook page or postings or your um, TikTok videos. Um, it might be uh, if you do press relations, 
uh, how many articles um, you are placing. Uh, if you are more looking for um, interaction with clients regularly, like more the, the loyalty part and who's coming back, it's probably more about engagement. So um, how many people actually actively interact with me um, in the online world? Um, how uh, many calls do I get? Um, for a product or a service. Um, so that's the, the different sorts of KPIs that we point out uh, and suggest to use depending on the target. On the other hand, like when, when clients have the budget to do that, um, and that's, uh, yeah, especially in the beginning, a pretty high price, to be honest, um, there's a partner we're working with and he, um, he sets up communication projects or campaigns on a data basis. So he screens the data um, in advance so that you can adjust your uh, campaign before you, you, you start it. And then, of course, in the end, you have um, this huge statistics um, where you can see what, what you reached with your campaign or with your with your project a lot of times people underestimate how important it is to to look into if something actually worked or not um, and to have tangible uh, kpis and things to measure and to see because otherwise it's quite difficult to see if you're spending the time and money in the in the right way for your company and we're talking about uh, marketing activities if that is a, an online campaign an offline campaign an event that you create um, networking or whatever it is it's always important to see um, what brings you the most and um, get rid of things that don't give you as much and we talked actually about before the recording about how many hours people work and startups work and stuff and um, I think with good communication and the right communication the right channels with the right basics <laughs> the specific um, information that you have about your target audience you can really in the end also reduce your working hours because you don't have to do everything and you should always uh, start with one or two things well, rather than trying to do all at once um, before you move on to another channel, to another marketing activities and um, measure and see and test if it's working and maybe adjust as well. And um, similar to what you said also, Daniel, uh, earlier, I think um, where people always ask, oh, I don't know, it's, it's really difficult um, to understand why people actually work with us and uh, all these hundreds of benefits uh, I need to write down now. In the end, if you have worked with someone, if you had someone that um, bought your service or products, you can always ask them, do a survey, mm -hmm. get a testimonial, ask them, okay, why did you work with us? Why did you enjoy it? Um, what did you get out of it? Would you recommend us? So also when um, coming back to this, that clients talk about you and uh, share your story, become your fans, rather than saying, oh, can you write me a testimonial where you will get back? Oh, it was great working with Christine. <laughs> Send them some questions, ask them all these things I just mentioned. Um, so it becomes 
all of a sudden a real testimonial with some benefits they got out of it with some showing some passion describing the way I work um, and what they liked about it and it helps me actually to define my brand even more um, and people uh, also talk about USPs, the unique selling points, I call them unicorn special power, because I'm obsessed with unicorns. Um, but uh, they, for which I help people to define, and uh, my clients, but it was always difficult to pin, pin, um, pin it down for myself, until a client pointed it out for me. Uh, and I think I mentioned that in, in previous episodes as well that I did with other people. Um, but is really that way, sometimes you need this external help and that can be friends family professional experts like you guys or clients to get some more input to get new ideas to get inspires to improve and to create new stories around it oh i've never seen it that way hmm. let's take this and always have in mind how can i create a piece of communication a piece of story out of this and some learnings to improve what i'm doing and make it more efficient don't know what you think if that's uh, a good summary of things as well and that's, some good yeah, advice maybe some, some really great points there um yeah very good summary i think <laughs> that's what i'm good at that's what my clients tell me i'm good at that was one of uh, it's my uh, unicorn special power I, yeah i would like to mention uh, definitely that communications um being it on social media or offline um press relations um, so whatever you, you do to externally finally communicate your branding it's a marathon um, mm -hmm. so just like you said um, don't jump from one channel to another um, do one right and um, yeah try out different things mm -hmm. um, for a longer while don't just quit because just because something didn't work out right away. Mm. It usually takes uh, quite some time until uh, yeah, people finally will notice you, uh, your community will grow, um, your message gets across and so on. Mm, I think an excellent point. Um, and I, uh, I knew someone who was always doing new things, not, um, not taking my advice of course <laughs> and everything we just said in these episodes but okay we do this now this strategy and then after one week oh it didn't get any any results let's change the strategy and let's do this and then another week another strategy another week another message also always to the same people how confusing is that um even changing completely messages offers um anything you do uh, your tone of voice how oh, this didn't work but it, it was not, um, this person did not give enough time um, to actually let it sink in, to connect with people on in multiple points, uh, in multiple, over multiple times. I mean, people, uh, clients of mine became clients after three years of knowing me <laughs> um, out of the blue. It doesn't mean that it always has to take three years and it, it shouldn't, of course, but um, building a brand, especially as a starter, takes time. People don't know who you are. People don't know what you stand for. People don't know if you if they should like you. They don't know if you're authentic. They don't know anything about you. And if we're looking at the big brands um, uh, like Starbucks, McDonald's, whoever that, let's say in air quotes, everyone knows in the world, um, let's generalize this statement, um, they continue to pour millions of dollars, which does not mean you have to, <laughs> into communication. 
And even though everyone knows Starbucks, everyone knows McDonald's, Burger King, whoever you want. This is, uh, this is not a testimony, by the way. I'm not going to any of these. However, um, the, they know it's important to always communicate, to always connect, even though you're super famous. So if you are a startup, it's even more important um, to communicate what you're doing, to state your values on your website, to use them in video materials. And I'm a great fan of reusing content um, in all kinds of media channels, like Daniel also mentioned earlier. There's uh, nothing wrong with doing that. You can create a newsletter, you have a blog, you create a podcast out of this, a little video, um, a one minute video, uh, um, a story on um, Instagram, on LinkedIn, uh, a post, uh, use it as a, as a talk. Okay, once you have found something, you can break it down into little communication pieces and bigger ones. Um, so that's also another advice there. But uh, thank you for, for pointing that out. Sandra. It, it, it doesn't matter how much money you have as a startup, for example, when mm -hmm. you're just, um, at, 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 yeah, after, after your, your starting point. Um, but you have to invest some money in communications yeah. and in, in working it out because, um, As, as we said in all the episodes, it's really important to start with the brand core and to have a clear message um, in the team and for your target groups that you can like also convince people to buy your product or service and to um, yeah trigger them emotionally, as we mm -hmm. also mentioned a few times. That's that's very important, I think, and mm -hmm. that's yeah. Mm -hmm. how, how I would sum it up because um, it like like many many startups or many many other customers ask us to just write down a message or write down a, an article or web content um, and I said what's the briefing and they sent me an old flyer a pdf document and said that's the briefing And I said, I'm, I'm sorry that, that I used that word, but I said, I cannot, I cannot make gold out of shit. <laughs> so um, th this really doesn't work. We have to start at an earlier stage. We yes. have to work on the brand core. And mm. that's very, very crucial, especially today, because you, you are never alone in the market. Maybe you invent a new product then other people start copying it immediately. Mm. And when they have a better communication than you, Then, then I think they, they, they overtake you in the market. Mm -hmm. So, um, and, and that's, that's a very important point. So invest in your communication, in your storytelling, in your branding. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is true. Time and money um, and working with some experts, which leads me to the end of the episode. And um, if you would like to get in contact with Sandra and Daniel, all the contact details can be found on creativestartupacademy.com slash podcast. If you find our branding inside out series there, you have all the links as well um, to uh, their, their website, etc. They mainly work in German. However, you, you listened to this podcast in English, so you, you're aware that they are speaking in English and everything they do is relevant in any kind of language. Um, even though I'm, I wouldn't say 
if you don't speak English or German, I don't know how fluent you are in other languages. However, <laughs> um, you can always connect with them on LinkedIn, find them on their website, check out what they're doing and um, start liking them, trusting them, and then maybe even work with them if you want or recommend them. We hope you enjoyed this series and learned as much as I did in reviewing things. Uh, I really enjoy that, the like-minded people. Um, even though we are both or all, all three of us are in a similar sector for a similar amount of time, um, there's still things to learn and to refresh my memory about. So thank you for that, Sandra and Daniel, and for your time. And I'm looking forward to other projects we might do in the future. Thanks a lot. Thank it was you for fun. having us. It's a shame that it's over. Yeah, oh, we will be back. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Okay. Bye. 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 That was it. Thanks for tuning in. And just to let you know, there's a free 30-day Kickstart Your Business Challenge available on my website, creativestartupacademy.com slash kickstart. And it turns your business idea into reality in just 30 days. And if you could leave a review for this podcast, please, please, please do so because it will help me with my ranking. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye.